You're listening to episode 54 of the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about how to feel proud even when you're not perfect. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, hey, welcome back. All right. So a couple weeks ago, I talked about creating certainty and how that feeling was really important to creating the results that you want in life, whether it's in weight loss or anything else, to feel certain and to believe that hitting your goal is inevitable. It's such an important practice to have. And so today, I want to piggyback off of that and talk about another incredibly powerful emotion, especially on your weight loss journey, and that's pride. So whether you learned this as a kid or picked it up as an adult, most of us will only allow ourselves to feel proud if and when we succeed. So it's only once I hit my goal that then I can be proud of myself, which means I can't feel proud when I'm on my way there, if I make a mistake, if I come close, but I don't actually hit it. And so often, especially for us perfectionists and recovering perfectionists, we we can see this as, well, I didn't hit my goal and so this isn't good enough. And so we might have gotten 80% of the way there or 90% of the way there, but this still isn't good enough because I didn't hit 100%. And so we end up missing out on our goals and all that life has to offer because we hold ourselves back from celebrating and feeling proud of ourselves and of our journey. We miss out on feeling proud of ourselves as we're taking action, as we're creating and implementing new habits, as we're learning from our mistakes. And ultimately, we reserve this feeling of pride for once the journey is over. So it's that over there kind of thing. There is better than here because over there, I get to feel happy, proud, confident, successful, rather than really embodying that I get to feel the way that I want to feel now, today. Just take a moment now and think about something that you feel really proud of yourself for. Something today or yesterday, it doesn't have to be this like huge life-changing thing. But what are you proud of yourself for? I actually started making a list and it's called I'm Crushing It. That is what the document is called. It's I'm Crushing It, what I'm most proud of myself for today. And there are stuff on here of like, I'm having great client calls. I feel like I'm showing up as a very powerful coach. I went for a walk this morning, even though it was ridiculously hot and humid and gross outside. I feel really proud of myself that I created a content plan of what I'm going to do each day for my marketing that's going to help me to feel more systematized instead of floundering and struggling doing everything at the last minute. I was feeling really proud of myself for showing up to a networking event, especially when in the moment I'm like, maybe I don't really have to go. Maybe it's not going to be that big of a deal. It doesn't have to be this big, massive thing. But what can you start feeling proud of yourself for today? So I want you to think about that. Think of something today or yesterday. What are you really proud of yourself for? Maybe it's not yelling at your kids when they were driving you crazy. Maybe it was having more patience in a situation and staying calm when you typically don't. How does that feel in your body? And that feeling of pride is so encouraging of, wow, look at all of this. And the way that this came up for me was I was journaling on different action that I was taking that was helping me to create certain results. I'm writing out all of the actions that I was taking 
and it ended up taking up a whole page front and back. And I was like, damn, I feel really proud of myself. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm doing some of the mundane, boring stuff, as well as things that maybe feels hard or scary. I'm doing a lot and I feel really good. Like when I feel proud of what I'm doing, it's not that I have to feel proud of my results. I can feel proud of the action that I'm taking. And that's now going to help me feel even more proud of the results that I'm getting, even if my brain wants to tell me that's not good enough. Because we all have that little inner mean girl who wants to tell us where all of our flaws are and how it's not working. That's okay. We don't need her to go away. We just need to turn down the volume on that. And the way that we turn down the volume on the criticism is we start to look at where we can feel good about ourselves, what we are really proud of ourselves for. I want to challenge you to start feeling proud about yourself and about your journey today. Proud for believing in yourself. Proud for taking that first step. Proud for all the 1% improvements that will truly get you where you want to go, proud for those small steps. This is what we want to cultivate more of. And when we spend time looking at what we're proud of ourselves for every day, we create that positive feedback loop in our brain. We get a hit of dopamine thinking positively about ourselves, which we like, and then we become more inclined to do it. So it creates that positive loop. This is how we create a weight loss process that feels fun, easy, and doable. It feels rewarding, not just after we lose the weight, but all the way down the scale. And we're not rewarding ourselves with food. We're not rewarding ourselves with ice cream or with a glass of wine. We're rewarding ourselves with how we are talking to ourselves, with how we're thinking about ourselves. Part of creating this new lifestyle, especially around weight loss, is looking at what trade-offs are you willing to make. So some days you might eat a salad instead of a burger or a chicken sandwich. Maybe you order a small fry or no fry instead of the large fry. Some days you might have an appetizer for dinner or dessert instead of a cocktail. You don't have to make the same trade-off every day. and That doesn't have to be a problem. You can start feeling proud of yourself for making these trade-offs, for making these small swaps. Last week, we ate at Chick-fil-A and I decided to order a salad with grilled chicken and a small fry. I can feel really proud of myself for ordering a salad. It doesn't matter what the scale says. It doesn't matter how I might want to critique my body in a bikini. It doesn't matter what I, my brain naturally wants to say when I look in the mirror. It doesn't matter what that inner critic says. I can still feel proud for making good choices, for showing up for myself, for getting in some more vegetables. That's what we want to start to look for. How can you feel more proud of what you're doing? Proud that you're getting in your water. Proud that you went to bed early. Proud that you took a nap. That's another one of the things I'm feeling proud about this last weekend. So I feel like when the baby is napping, and he's not really much of a baby, he's a toddler now, <laughs> when the little guy is napping, it's the prime time to be working. For me, it's like an hour and a half to two hours of undisturbed quiet time where I can think and I can write or I can podcast and record. I can do all kinds of things and I can do it very well when he's asleep. And so even on vacation, even though I was taking the, the week off and I wasn't going to see clients and I had more of this intention of let me take some time off, there was still this thought of he's going to have to take a nap every day. And so I might as well get in some work while he's napping. So there was still this thought and expectation of I could be working or maybe even I should be working. And I think it was Monday. We got up early. It's super hot and humid. So we got up early, worked out, and then went to breakfast with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And then when we came home, it was rainy and I just wanted a nap. <laughs> it was like 1 p.m.-ish. Caleb went to sleep. He took a nap. And I laid on the couch and I decided to take a nap too because I was tired. And really, there was a part of me that was like, you probably should be working right now. 
you could be getting these things done. You have this whole list of to-dos that you probably should be working on. And I chose to take a nap. And I actually was very proud of myself for at least trying to relax, (laughs) for trying to have a vacation. And it was very interesting because Monday as a whole, I went to go run an errand and I was talking to a friend because I was like, I feel very antsy today, almost like I should be working and I'm not. So it was a very interesting day and just to notice the physical sensations that I was feeling and to allow myself to feel that way and to also be okay, not working. Which sounds silly, but we can feel proud for the small steps, for the improvements. We don't have to wait until we lose 20 or 40 or 50 pounds. We can start feeling proud of how we're taking action today, how we are showing up for ourselves, how we are feeling, how we are prioritizing our physical and mental health. This is part of how we create this weight loss journey we actually like and enjoy and can stick with long term. And this is such a good habit to implement, just like it's a habit to sleep and to drink water and to plan your meals or to eat when you're hungry. Those can all be habits. Deciding and choosing and looking for what you're proud of yourself for every day, that's a habit as well. So why don't we spend time feeling proud? Often we're focused on what's not good enough. We get sucked into shame and self-loathing. This might look like, well, you didn't make enough progress for the day or the week. Then you eat or drink to feel better. So you didn't get in enough of a workout. It didn't count. You only exercise for 15 minutes. That's not good enough. You didn't lose enough weight. You didn't make the best food choices. We have a lot of thoughts and these really, it's like excuses and justifications to not feel proud of ourselves, which sounds backwards, but it makes sense too if you're very used to having to earn love and earn approval and earn feeling proud of yourself. You can't feel proud of playing your best if you lost the game. If you didn't get an A, then that's not good enough. You don't get to feel proud of your B or of your C. When really, it's did you try your hardest? Okay, that's what we want to look for. Were you really making an attempt? But this is just one of these patterns that gets ingrained with us often at a young age where we have this thought of that's not good enough. And so when our core thought is this isn't good enough, so therefore I don't get to feel proud or I'm not going to allow myself to feel proud, Often, it leads to this feeling of discouraged. The thought is it's not good enough. So then you feel discouraged. And then what kind of action do you typically take when you're feeling discouraged? You can take a moment to think about it. You might say screw it and give up on the day, the week, the month. You don't do the simple things. You don't do things like sleep, water, make 1% level ups. You don't look for how to make the process fun, easy, and doable. You don't look for where you can feel proud. You don't celebrate the small victories. And the result that you create is that you never do enough to hit your goal because you're never going to take positive action from this place. You're always going to keep reiterating that this isn't good enough. You never do enough to be able to hit your goal. It's these little quits, these mini quits all along the way that hold you back. It's this constant start, stop, start, stop. This might also look like beating yourself up for overeating or emotionally eating one night. And you end up overeating or overdrinking a day or two later to distract yourself from all of the negative self-talk you had. I hear this pretty often. You overeat on Friday night. You wake up Saturday beating yourself up, wishing you wouldn't have done that, thinking about how you really should have known better. Come on, get it together. And then you overeat or overdrink the very next day in order to distract yourself from the original self-loathing thoughts you had from that first overeat. We just stay stuck in these cycles and these loops over and over again. A lot of times that often comes with restriction. And with the restriction often comes binging and overeating. It's like, here, let me give myself the gift of making it harder. 
all because we are not choosing to feel proud of ourselves. Okay, so you get to start feeling proud of yourself today. Talked a little bit about why we have a hard time feeling proud. And I want to offer that, yes, that may be how you grew up. It may be certain thoughts, certain ways that you have done life for a long time, for decades. But that doesn't mean that you can't change. That doesn't mean that you can't choose to do something different. It's one choice. It is always your choice to think something different. It is always your choice to feel proud of yourself. And you don't have to wait for anybody else to feel proud of you. It's been very interesting to see how often I would look to Zach to try to make me feel proud of myself. And I wanted him to be proud of me so that I could be proud of me. Rather than giving myself my own high five and being like, hell yeah, you rocked it today. Look at you. You are a badass. That's what I want to be doing. I need to be my own biggest cheerleader. I get to feel proud of myself first and other people get to come along for the ride. And if he wants to feel proud of me, that's great. That's like icing on the cupcake. But I am my cupcake. I am the core source of me feeling proud. I don't need to wait for somebody else to recognize my accomplishments. I get to recognize them for myself. And the more that you do this, the more that you start to recognize this, you take back your own power. You now feel empowered to do the things that you want to do. So let's start looking at where can you feel proud of yourself today? This might look like after you overeat or overdrink, you don't have to be proud of the overeat, but you can feel proud for number one, assessing and learning from it, from noticing your patterns, from bringing awareness to your triggers. You can feel proud of not restricting the next day and getting right back on track. You can feel proud of making better decisions and the days following. You can feel proud of yourself in other areas. You don't have to feel proud of the overeat, but you can feel proud of how you handled it, how you learned from it, how you assessed it, how you figured out what to do differently the next time. That's where we can bring the pride in. Again, we don't have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that we never make a mistake. It's are we learning from it? You can ask yourself, what one thing can I do today that's a little bit better than yesterday? And choosing to feel proud on purpose for that one thing. This is nobody else's responsibility but your own. And really, this is such a powerful question. Leading back to last week's episode, what one thing can I do today that's a little bit better than yesterday? And when you ask yourself that every day and you're looking for one little thing every single day, your results are going to compound and you are going to blow it out of the water. You are going to blow your own mind with the results that you create. Okay, it doesn't matter whether this is weight loss or something else. We look at where can I get just a little bit better today? And then choosing to feel proud. Giving yourself permission to feel proud. Even though a part of your brain might be screaming that, no, this isn't good enough. Who says? Let's start to challenge that. Because the reality is that is not getting you what you want. Telling yourself that this isn't good enough, that you're not good enough, it is time to let that shit go because that is not getting you the results that you want. So let's let it go. It's okay that thought comes in. We turn down the volume, and in doing so, we turn up the volume on how we are proud of ourselves and what we are doing well and what we are getting right and what we are learning and what we're changing and what we're testing out and trying for the first time. Ask yourself every day, what one thing are you proud of yourself for doing or improving? And of course, we want to feel proud of how far you've come, not constantly focusing on how far you still have to go. That's often something that comes up when I coach someone who has 
40 pounds or more is they might lose 10, 15, but they're still thinking, I have so much further to go. I still have so much weight to lose. That thought of I still have so far to go, that's not very helpful. Again, how do you feel when you think that? I have so far to go. It feels discouraging. It feels like you're behind, like you've got to hurry up. You've got to catch up. It feels very scarce and urgent. And then what kind of action do you take from there? Not the best action. And when we're not taking action from the right mindset, it's not going to create the same kind of results that we want. Most of the time, we're just not going to be taking the right steps and the simple steps that we know that are really going to help us create that life that we truly crave. Because again, it's not just about the body. It's about the life that we want. What do you want that life to look like? So feel proud of yourself. Feel proud of how far you've come. Feel proud of your commitment to figuring this out. Feel proud of yourself and the work that you are doing on you. My challenge to you is to start that list. Start your list of why you're awesome, how you're crushing it, what you are most proud of yourself for today. And I want you to add to it every single day. Some days you might only find one or two. Some days you might find a dozen, right? It doesn't matter, but we just want to be looking for at least one thing every day that you are really proud of yourself for and celebrate yourself. Practice that. That's your homework. And if you'd like some extra help in creating a weight loss process that works for you, for your body, for your lifestyle, if you'd like some extra support in really ending emotional eating and understanding and decoding your cravings and urges and any overeating or overdrinking, then I would love to help because it's more than just simply trying harder. It's more than just beating yourself up and thinking that you need to take food or drinks away or you need to keep certain foods out of the house or it just needs to be out of sight, out of mind. That stuff doesn't work. I've tried it, promise. I've tried it many times. And I've created a process that will help you understand what that habit is so that not only are we learning how to say no to food in the moment in a way that comes from a place of self-love and compassion and understanding, not from a place of douchey restrictiveness, but we're also learning how to solve the root issues, how to really identify what's triggering and driving that desire for food, especially when you're not hungry. If you'd like some help and you'd like to explore what coaching would look like with me, then I would love to chat. You can schedule your free call at www.bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. And let's do it, okay? We are about halfway through summer. Let's not waste any more time. You can do this and I can help. Here's to creating the life and body you crave. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, Five Keys to End Emotional Eating and Lose Excess Weight for Life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.